the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And the Final Four in the NBA is set. Uh, we've got Celtics, we got Heat, we got Warriors, and the surprising Dallas Mavericks. And Lundy, uh, kind of looking through the futures. I mean, you can bet on anything under the sun in either one of these series. You know, who's going to win and how many games. Uh, who is going to go the full maximum? Is it going to be maybe the minimum in either series? Uh, you can you know, dissect this in myriad ways. However, my favorite wagers that are out there right now, and I pulled this one from BetMGM, are both series to go the full seven games. Now, you can't parlay these two together, unfortunately, so you have to bet on these individually. But I, I in the case of uh, you know either Celtics Heat, or in the case of Mavericks Warriors, I think these squads are evenly matched. And I think they're going to be pressed ultimately to the limit in seven apiece. And hopefully we'll get a pair of thrilling uh, game sevens, unlike these snoozy ones uh, that we saw in the last round. So the Eastern Conference, if you believe uh, what I am selling you right now, it is plus 210 for that to go to the max. And in the Western Conference Finals, it's plus 175 for the full seven game slate so what are your thoughts on that have you unearthed anything else potentially you like again in this nba final four uh i have not necessarily unearthed anything but i can tell you that i cashed a very nice ticket in round two my friend because i had boston winning it uh in seven um not just not just for the series to go seven but for boston to win it in exactly so So what was that uh, like plus 500 plus 400 something like that i think it was about i want to say that it was four it was four and some change i don't have it in front of me right now beautiful um but that was a nice one i turned around and gave it all back to the books this weekend don't don't (laughs) um don't don't get me wrong here i i I turned i was like yay i won and then i turned around and gave it all back it's kind of like vegas uh you know you get lucky you hit your number on the roulette wheel and then you turn around and blow it on that big on the big wheel thing Yeah. yeah yeah you give it all back um, and with the uh, with the hockey playoffs continuing, I know that I'm going to give even more of it back at this point. So, uh, but I do like this. I like the idea of both of these series going seven. I don't know what to expect out of Dallas. Um, I don't know whether they, you know, did they completely use up all the gas in the tank to get out of that second round, um, and now they go up against this Warriors squad that's going to be a much different challenge, or. Did they kind of find a rhythm? Did they find themselves a groove for how they're playing and they're going to continue to ride this and can they make it into the finals? I, I'm, I, it wouldn't surprise me uh, if you follow uh, former NBA head coach George Carl on Twitter. He's calling Boston-Dallas in the finals. Wow, I like that quite a bit. Well, I will say this about the Golden State Warriors. Uh, to use the words of Patrick Beverly, uh, they are not a collective of traffic cones. Uh, like Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. So it will be a challenge for the Dallas Mavericks. And if you believe what uh, Mr. Carl is selling, uh, you can get Luka right now to be NBA Finals MVP, a plus 700. So I think that would be the way to approach it if you're buying into the notion that the Dallas Mavericks could survive in advance and make it to their first NBA Finals since 2011. Well, very exciting. Hopefully these uh, series will be heart-stopping from start to finish instead of the lopsided affairs we saw in the prior round. And with that, on this Taco Tuesday edition, let's get after it with an extra spicy 
Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. We were off yesterday. No NBA, no NHL, but the Stanley Cup playoffs get back underway as teams have marched on to the next round. A pair of games on the docket tonight, so what do you like? Uh, well, yeah, we do have the pair of games. We're going to start things off in America's Wang. We have the Battle of Florida. We have Tampa uh, traveling to take on the Florida Panthers. Uh, Florida is uh, a pretty heavy favorite in this one at minus 170 on the money line. That is where I'm going to lean. I'm going to go with the Panthers. It's been fluctuating anywhere between 160 and 175 back and forth, depending upon what book you look at. Um, that is where I'm going to lean. As much as Tampa is coming off of uh, the Game 7 uh, uh, surprise that they did against Toronto and they managed to knock the Maple Leafs out of the playoffs. Um, this is one that, I mean, Florida has just been so good at home over the course of the season. Um, as good as Vasilevsky as playing, including um, stopping 60 of 64 shots over the course of the last two games. Uh, he suddenly became playoff uh, Andre uh, over those last two games. I just think Florida is going to sneak this one out here, but because it is there and so strong on the money line, this is something that I would probably recommend to you that you go and snag, um, either build in a same game parlay, something along those lines, go and parlay it together with a cross sport. Um, so for example, let me give you a quick same gamer on this one because of how the Panthers are on the money line. If you take the Panthers on the money line and then you take the under, but you move it from six and a half to seven and a half, you can get that same gamer under seven and a half Florida money line at a plus 135. So that'll get you into positive territory if you believe, like I do, that the Panthers are going to take game one. Oh, baby, you had me, you silly, sexy little dog at plus odds. Number four. All right, Lundy, NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs. Pick numero dos. What you got? Oh, Brad, now we get to go to Denver. Yes, game two tonight uh, of the TNT doubleheader. It's still, I'm still getting used to, by the way, talking about hockey on TNT, but I digress. Uh, we go to Denver Ball Arena. The Avs, who it feels like have not played since the Carter administration, since they swept Nashville in the first round. Uh, yes, they only went four games. Every other series went at least six. So Colorado has actually been off now for eight days. Um, and they now get a chance to go up against St. Louis, who had to go the six games against Minnesota. A bit of a surprise there for them to beat the Wild. Uh, and in this game, I'm looking at the total, and I'm going to take the over on six and a half goals between these two. Both teams more than capable of scoring. And in fact, in the first round, St. Louis put up 3.66 goals per game against Minnesota, and Minnesota's defense is no slouch. So the fact that that the top two lines and even arguably the top three lines for St. Louis were able to get that many goals on the board against Minnesota tells me that even though um, Colorado is uh, playing, I think, a little bit better defensively on their blue line than people want to give them credit for, I still think Ryan O'Reilly and company are going to be able to find the back of the net against the abs so this one should be a higher scoring affair if you take the over on the six and a half you can get that right now at DraftKings at a minus 125 so I think the high scoring that we have seen out of Colorado coupled with the fact that St. Louis is coming in with some offensive mojo with what they did in the first round I think six and a half is too low I'll take it at a minus 125 we'll take the over slam the over into the net and sound that siren number three. All right, Lenny, let's go to the diamond here, and let's talk about one of my favorite pitcher props on the board tonight, and then we're going to have a lot of Major League Baseball uh, additional action in bonus time, but uh, let's go to the south side as the Chicago White Sox finally, finally having some positive and nice and pleasant weather in the city of Chicago. They are hosting the Kansas City Royals. Now, you look at the White Sox, disappointing start 
uh, for this team as uh, right now they are uh, standing at 17-7 and overall. But I think ultimately this is a squad uh, that will be able to get it done tonight. Why? Because uh, the Dark Horse Cy Young candidate in the AL, Dylan Cease, is taking the ball. And I'm going to take the over on six and a half strikeouts for Cease against the Kansas City Royals at minus 125 at Caesars Sportsbook. Uh, you look at Cease, he's got a 13.74K per nine on the season. One of the best swinging strike percentages in Major League Baseball at 15.6. He's got that excellent fastball and slider that falls off the table and more importantly he's had seven or more strikeouts in six of seven turns of the rotation including one against Kansas City back on April 27th in which he went six innings and struck out nine Royals now Kansas City the third lowest K rate in Major League Baseball but it's hard to fade a guy again who is just cashing in on his strikeouts prop again and again and again, uh, he don't quit. He don't cease. Uh, I'm taking the over seven and a half strikeouts for the ace of the White Sox. Lundy, fade or follow that one at minus 125 at Caesars. Well, he's definitely been on the run. Now, uh, a quick programming note, as we like to say. This is the first game of the double header between these two today, so make sure yep. you get this bet in early uh, because this one is actually a uh, an, an early afternoon or I guess mid-afternoon Eastern time game, so make sure you jump on this one early. But I, I can't fade this guy right now, not with the way that he's pitching, not when you're talking about a guy that has come off of 11 Ks in two of his last three. I mean, he's, he's, he's fanning the Angels. He's fanning the Yankees. Um, in in their contest, even though he gave up six earned runs, he still K'd 11 dudes. I mean, he's he's on fire right now. I, I can't fade him until he gives me a reason to, so I'll take the over on the strikeouts. Yeah, that's right. Back, Dylan Cease. A little matinee action there. Stick around for my top plays in the Eastern Conference Finals game numero uno plus bonus time in the NHL. And of course, on the night slate in Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's get after it here in the National Basketball Association. Uh, the lottery is tonight. I don't know if you knew that, Lundy. Uh, by the way, Jabari Smith, your front runner to be the number one overall pick, a kid who was dunking all over fools the entire season for the Auburn Tigers, uh, minus 105 right now at BetMGM to be that top overall pick. Who will he go to potentially? Well, you got to find out tonight uh, as the envelopes are going to be spinning around. In the hopper, um, I love Jabari Smith, by the way. But anyway, uh, let's get to some current NBA players, and let's go to a little same-game parlay. And I think there's some good value here with Marcus Smart. Now, Smart underwent an MRI uh, yesterday, came back clean on his foot. Uh, they'll tape that sucker up, probably take a couple of painkillers. He's going to be out there. Uh, he's a gamer. He will step up and be that pesky, annoying gnat that he always is in every single game. That's why he's the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. But we're going to focus on his offensive prowess here, Lundy. In this one-game parlay, put this together at BetMGM. Give me Smart, six-plus assists, and Smart to make one three. That's it. Just Uno. One triple from outside, plus 105 on that bad boy. At BetMGM. Now, you look at Miami. They've given up the fewest assists per game of any team in this NBA postseason at 19.1. But Smart has been over this in 8 of 11 postseason matchups. And in the regular season, in three games against the Miami Heat, 8 dimes, 7 dimes, 
and two dimes. So he was over in two with three. So based on the recency bias, uh, based on his regular season success against Jimmy Buckets and company, this number's just too low, and that's why I put it together with the May threes prop, which he has done in every postseason game, making at least one and two. Uh, did that in all three regular season matchups against the Miami Heat. So, feed or follow is it indeed smart money to go with the Celtics defender, but on the offensive end, six plus assists, one plus me, three at plus money, plus 105 at BetMGM. Oh, I like I like this one. I, I you know, here's the thing though. I'm greedy, Brad. I'm a I'm a greedy <laughs> I know fellow. you are. You're gonna throw something I, uh, else in there, aren't you? I, I'm a I'm a I'm a greedy man, and because of that, I think the other thing that I've gotta find a way to throw into this is for him to have a steal. A steal. That's all that I need. You talked about him from the defensive standpoint. Part of the reason I want to do that, though, is because if you look at the three regular season games against Miami, he had at least one in all three games, but he actually had a total of six steals mm. over the course of those three games. So he's averaging two. So I like I like what you did. I like the idea of throwing the assist in there. I like the idea of throwing in the uh, single made three-pointer for him. But I think I'm going to go one step further, and I'm going to throw a steal in there as well. And I don't have it immediately in front of me, but I'm guessing that probably bumps it up another, uh, you know, maybe to like a plus 130, 130. It's not going to bump it a ton from where you're at, but I think it's going to give it just a little nudge to put a little extra cash in our pocket. That's right. Uh, Reduce the juice. Get seduced by the juice on Marcus Smart. Number one. All right, Lundy, let's go to my top play in the NBA. And it's uh, attacking this game is from some of the traditional viewpoints here. Um, A little two-legger. So it's it's a same game or one game parlay. And on this one, I'm going to take Miami on the money line. It's all about defending home court, which has kind of been one of the primary storylines, with the exception of, uh, again, the the fighting traffic cones and the Phoenix Suns uh, against the Dallas Mavericks. And to a certain extent, too, in that Milwaukee and Boston series, it wasn't, you know, ruled by the home team. But I think it could be a different story uh, in both of these series, uh, quite frankly. But, you know, zeroing in on the Eastern Conference, give me Miami. Uh, to win at home and defend that home court. So on the money line, and then this is an alt line on the game total. Give me the under at 214 and a half. Uh, You put those two together, plus 140 at BetMGM on a one-game parlay. You look at the three regular season matchups, and Miami won 106-98. to They lost the other two games, 122-92 to and 95-78. to But if you do the math, and again, I'm, I'm no Einstein here by any stretch of the imagination, but I can compute basic numbers. Uh, that's 204 game total, 214 and 173 in those three regular season matchups. It is a game one. Miami is well-rested. Again, they're at home. They're going to feed off the energy of that rollicking crowd. Uh, and the Heat are only giving up 97.5 points per game in this postseason. Boston, 101.8 points per game. So I'm not too worried about the total. I just hope that Miami can rise the occasion here and get out to a 1-0 lead in this series. That's what I'm buying into. Miami is 6-0 at home this season, winning by an average margin of 17 points per game. And that's in the postseason. So Lundy, fade or follow, Miami on the money line. Under 214.5 on that all total at plus 140 at BetMGM. 
I'll roll with you on this one, but I'll be honest, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Boston steals this. Mm. If It wouldn't surprise me if Boston steals game one. Miami's been my pick to come out of the East um, and has been for several months. Um, I thought there was tremendous value at one point for them to represent the East. You could get it at plus 600 um, just a few months ago. And I was like, you know what? I just think this is a complete team. I think they got a pretty good shot, and obviously now they're one step away. But Boston, the, the you talked about the defense, just the way these two teams play. I mm, all right, I, I'm going to go with it because I do think the home court will be a big deal. I think the status, I, I, I know we just did the player prop on him, and I think we did a pretty smart one, but I'm just curious uh, if there's going to be any kind of slowdown whatsoever to Marcus Smart. Um, but putting all that aside, I like this because you got it up into positive territory. Really smart play, and I think people need to do this more often. Look at those alt lines on the totals. Get yourself a little bit of a buffer, folks. Do not feel like you have to take the line as the wise guys established. They give you the alt lines for a reason, and if you can still be in positive territory, you should do it. Absolutely. With that put to bed, Lundy, it's bonus time. What else you got for me on this Taco Tuesday? Sprinkle a little cheese on top. Por favor, what do you got? Uh, I got a handful for you. Let's do. We're going to go across all three sports. How about that? Let's have some fun. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we start off uh, shots on goal. One of the stats you can bet on in the oh, National Sox. Hockey League. Love them. Uh, yes. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, the stud for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, his over under on shots on goal is four and a half. And if you look just over the course of what he has done in the regular season as well as the postseason, in my opinion, that's not high enough. I already told you that I'm taking the over on the total in this game, and so that correlates back into shots on goal. I'm going to take the over at DraftKings. That's a minus 125 right now. Same game, different name. Ryan O'Reilly of the St. Louis Blues to have a point un punto. That's all I need. An assist or a goal out of ROR and that one is also at a minus 125. Over to the MLB we go. Aaron Judge over one and a half total bases at a minus 125. They just did a three game series against Baltimore at the end of April. He had two hits in every game, folks. Uh, So I'm going to roll with him to have the over on the one and a half on the total basis. Same thing. You can snag that at DraftKings. I think I saw it minus 120. And then finally in the NBA tonight, Brad, give me the under on total points for Jason Tatum at 27 and a half. It's Mm. juiced the other way. As a matter of fact, you can get the under at a minus 105 in three games this season against, uh, um, uh, 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 against Miami. He's averaging 17.7. He's averaging 10 points below this against Miami over the course of the regular season. I'm going to roll with it that he doesn't get to 27 and a half. And like I said, it's only at a minus 105. That's a fantastic call. I was eyeing that myself, and I am adding it to the list, Lundy. So uh, hopefully my bank account will appreciate you uh, there in the end. Let's stick with the NBA here at the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I'm going to take Al Horford under 10 and a half points. Now, he was the hero early on in the series against Milwaukee uh, for Boston, but the last three games, eight, two, and six points, uh, not really looking to shoot a whole lot, just 6.7 field goal attempts per game, uh, seven for his last 20 over that three-game span. In the regular season, he was under in two of three matchups against the Miami Heat. We know the Heat have been locked down defensively, the second lowest points per possession allowed in this NBA postseason. And how about another one-game parlay to get you to plus odds and is on the Toaster Strusel, Max Strusel, of the Miami Heat. So this is all Struce all the time. Give me Struce 11 plus points. Struce to hit three or more threes. 
And Strews to grab three or more rebounds. That is plus 110. To give you a little bit of background, uh, he's averaging 12.5 points per game, three threes made per game, uh, shooting 35.1%, and averaging 4.4 rebounds per game in this NBA postseason. He's been over this in all consecutively in a single game four times in the NBA playoffs, and I think we'll get it done again uh, here in game number one. So that one is at plus 110. All right, back to baseball, and I got a couple of quickies here. Three-legger, all these guys got to do is get a hit. Give me Jazz Chisholm, who has registered a hit in 14 of his last 16 games. Jose Altuve, who is sixth for 19 lifetime against the Red Sox. Nathan Eovaldi and Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs, four at 13 lifetime against JT Brubaker of the Pittsburgh Pirates. All those guys find green space, plus 195. But wait, there's more. Uh, how about a three-leg money line parlay in baseball? Give me the Yankees uh, to take down the Orioles. Uh, get it done. Jamison Tyone. Give me the Rays and Shane McClanahan, who is right there in the AL Cy Young conversation. Uh, I believe he will get a victory for this Tampa team. And give me the Dodgers as well at home. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be Tyler Anderson more than likely, though undetermined at tape time, who will take them out for uh, the boys in blue. They're, they're taking on Arizona. So the Yankees, the Rays, and the Dodgers all to win at plus 184. And last and certainly not least, uh, give me Tim A. Tim Anderson getting back to that early game. If you want to beat it out of the box, I think he gets – Two or more hits in game one against Kansas City. Uh, you get that one right now at FanDuel at plus 110. Uh, dude's got 14 multi-hit games and 30 contests this season. Just raking at the dish in a 6-9 lifetime against uh, the Kansas City pitcher Brady Singer. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition and a loaded one at that of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there at Noisy Chavez. Uh, If you like this podcast, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.